Well, it is about that time. Happy Wednesday. Happy day. Uh, shout out to those of you who are connecting on the live stream. Guess what? Today we're doing something new. I'm broadcasting live both on IGTV, YouTube, and Facebook simultaneously. So we're just going to up our game in here. Make sure you drop a comment down below. Say hi. Say hello. If you're new to me, welcome. My name's Lisa Puerto. I'm also known as Super Agent. Uh, connect with me on all your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, and wherever you are there, you'll find me. Shout out to our radio podcast listeners who are tuning in and catch the replay. I really enjoy doing the lives because then you guys can chime in, get your questions answered. You can share your experiences and feedback. And that's what Ready, Set, Real Estate is about. It is the brand. First, it was the show. Now it's the brand that supports real estate literacy and education. We are proponent of education for the general population and I do agent training. Let me go ahead and show my face. <laughs> I show my face on Facebook. There you go. Hi, guys. Um, let me bring this away real quick. There we go. Yeah, I got a screen share coming for you for today's episode. Let me just tune in, DJ. Come on, you know, just... Uh, uh, you know, bring it down a little, bring it down, DJ, bring it down. <laughs> bring it down, DJ. That way I'm not yelling at you guys. And um, we can really just jump in this uh, segment for today. Season five, episode eight. I'm, yo, there's so many things happening in real estate. It's not even funny, uh, which is why I decided to amp up Hey, Vivian, how are you? Vivian is in the building. Uh, this is why I've had to amp it up. So you guys are going to get, you know, real estate bites. Today I was talking about why, why you should not buy a home. Uh, sometimes it's not obvious. Go ahead and check that out on the real estate bites and on the radio podcast. Uh, like I said, you get snippets of content in different places. If you want exclusive content, this is where you get my expert opinion and my take because some of you are uh, DMing me and commenting and asking me questions. There is a space and a place for that and you gain access to that for just five bucks a month. Become a loyal supporter of the show, of the platform, and you gain exclusive access to the monthly webinars. We do have a webinar coming up uh, October. That is October um 19. So our third Saturdays of each month, we do real estate trainings for the general public. So anywhere from negotiations to credits, what is escrow, title insurance, um, agency relationships. I mean, I, I got a whole calendar mapped out for you. Uh, we'll also be covering what you need to know about down payment assistance and silent loans, which was my take earlier when I talked about why you should not buy a home. And that you know, that was my spin on the things that I do as a, as an active real estate professional. And oftentimes I'm coming, I come in or I'm called in to pretty much clean up the mess that somebody else did. Uh, somebody else's lender, somebody else's realtor, somebody else's agent, you know, put you in a property that essentially you could not afford. And, uh, and the sad part of it is they wrap, uh, wrap loans first, second, and third. Sometimes there's two loans. So you really need to know what you're getting yourself involved in. Um, your desire sometimes to become a homeowner starts to cloud and blind 
what's in front of you, which is not having enough reserves, um, maybe not having stable income. And I know life happens. You never know if you're going to lose your job. But um, you guys know better than we do in terms of your finances. And so that was my take. And I just wanted to share that here with you. So we're going to talk about this statewide uh, rent control. They call it the um, tenant welfare control. And, you know, he, he, I'm not going <laughs> to listen. I'm not going to spend too much time on this today. I talked about it earlier this morning on the podcast. I shared a snippet. If you do, if you're in California, if you are a renter and you want to learn more, as a matter of fact, you need to learn more so that you know what your tenant rights are with the new rent control laws. And if you're a landlord or someone who is looking to invest and become a landlord, because I do know I'm actively working with clients who are looking to purchase income property, um, there's just some things to learn uh, in terms of the rule and what the exceptions are. So that's really important. Um, yeah. So Vivian says, my goodness, my goodness, my mind is racing right now because literally there's, oh man, I'm going to say this right now. We have been at war over land since the beginning of time. Okay. You know, listen to me very clearly. We have been at war over land since the beginning of time. This isn't you. This isn't you. And so what we see is, I, I really, um, what we see is the weaponization of real estate against people and communities. And what we see right now is not new. This is nothing new under the sun. While yes, there are active movements to protect tenants, to protect them from being evicted, you know, the bottom line is that um, there, this is big bank takes little bank, right? Big bank takes little bank. There are people that have bigger pockets than you as a tenant or you as a tenant community coalition. There are people that have bigger, bigger pockets to really squelch what you are blocking in terms of money and legacy. So when we say, when I say we've been at war over land, since the beginning of time, this all this stuff is about you are in the way of somebody's legacy. So if you are the person who is a renter, you find yourself in the scenario. Um, it, this is why, you know, renting should be this pass through, this passage of life, pass through. Um, because it is a sad situation. Uh, I believe homelessness in California has risen by 43%. I think it's 43% over the last couple of years. And I literally am seeing tents pour over into the cities. Um, we're starting to see it stretch out from not just Skid Row in downtowns, like literally RVs and the city, various cities are calling for um, owners of commercial properties to utilize their parking spaces to they'll pay you for safe um, parking for people who are living in their cars. So I'm, I'm saying this is at war here. All right. So, okay. We got, we've got the live chat happening over here. Thanks guys for tuning in on the IGTV. This is the first time I'm streaming. I think I'm actually streaming on my show, Ready, Set, Real Estate on IGTV. I've got, got it happening on YouTube and Facebook. So we're going to have some active conversations tonight 
Um, <laughs> uh, so Vivian says, um, we can never own it, huh? <laughs> I, I mean, listen, this is, this is war. She adds sad there and sad here. Yes. So, and this is happening from West Coast to East Coast. There are some other states that have taken the steps in terms of rent control. New York has overhauled their rent control. And I think they haven't done that in, in I think, about 40 years. So it's been a very long time. Um, let me go ahead. Hey, Steele, welcome back. Thanks for chiming in. Let me um, go ahead and uh, read your message here for our viewing and listening audience. Why is it that no one sees this but people like you, me, and many others before us like um, Malcolm X and to Tupac. Hello, thank you for chiming in. Exactly. Well, this is why, you know, this is why we have to have this conversation. I'm utilizing my platform to be a voice because I'm not going to sugarcoat. You know, Ready Set Real Estate is about the flips, flops, booms, and busts, raw and uncut, and I'm going to keep it real. Um, this is why I am who I am and I do what I do. I'm an advocate. I'm a proponent of education and understanding this. So listen, while you know, maybe coalitions maybe felt like there was an overall win about the ordinances put in place. So rent control for California goes into effect January 1st, 2020. It's been signed by the governor. Of, um, and, and so here's the thing, it's effective January, but it's retro effect March. So that way people don't try to shortcut or, or get past it. But he, here's, here's the truth. And this is why I want to talk about it. This is why I'm saying this is this is a statewide rent control and demolitions. And we're going to talk about what the exceptions are, because that's what I think we need to talk about. We need to talk about how do you get around this stuff? Because when you learn how to get around this stuff, you learn how to play the game. You learn and you find the loopholes. Because if you're only looking at, oh, well, only um, single family residents um, are exempt. Or if you live in a duplex and you live in one unit and you rent the other, you're exempt. So statewide rent control, the cap is 5% plus the cost of inflation to a max of 10%. And do you hear me? <laughs> we were, we're at 4% right now if we're in California, if you're in California, 4%. You get 5% plus the cost of inflation, consumer price index to a max 10% increase on the rents if you're a landlord. This applies to those who um, own uh, apartments or property in a real estate investment trust. Those are also known as REITs, as a corporation, as we know that the shadow inventory from the financial crisis actually had gotten taken over by Wall Street and Wall Street figured out a way to not only uh, get bailouts and all that other stuff and the economy as a whole figure out to get more money out of it shut down and not get shut down but then they knew how to go back and pick up the same property that they foreclosed on remodel them and then rent them rent them back out to the homeowners who won a um of course you needed a place to stay and two in order to save face you ended up losing the property over maybe uh eighteen hundred nineteen hundred dollar mortgage and to save face, you're paying $2,900 to $3,000. I am actually working with clients right now who live in those properties and are paying $3,000 in rent on properties that are owned, are corporate owned, 
And I have access to the title record, so I can see a lot of these companies own in certain pockets and blocks. Nothing new. There was um, tons of news and articles relaying this information. So I just wanted to reiterate that. So that way, if you're new to this conversation, you can understand what I'm saying when I say that we have been at war over land and real estate is being weaponized to a degree that you cannot fathom right now. You cannot fathom this. The prices are absolutely ridiculous on housing. And I, I'm just going to give a forecast right now because right now this is about demographics and this is about who's up next. Who's up next are the 30, the millennial generation. Um, this generation right now may potentially become the renter generation, which is why they are willing to demolish old building, older buildings because, oh, the exemption to the rule. And, and, and I only wanna talk at this point, if you wanna learn more, you can read it and we can chime in on the other side for our low supporters. But I just wanna speak to the general public to get you thinking about this stuff. And then I'm gonna catch up with your comments and questions in a sec. So listen, let, let's put how all this glue is glued together. <laughs> let's put it all together for you. Um, so the buildings that are subject to rent control are those that are 15 years and older. You are exempt if you intend to do substantial improvement or demolish the building. Now, here's why I can talk about this is because I in my profession and the people in the business have already seen that perfectly good buildings are being demolished, <laughs> which means if you thought you won on rent control, you still got to go because they're willing to get you out if you're paying $650 because I'm, listen, I'm looking for units and I'm seeing these rents on one to two bedrooms are set six. Some of, some of the tenants are paying 800, 850. I'm in California, so I can speak to this. Um, and I'm a, I'm a professional. So I'm seeing the rents are 850. I'm seeing two bedrooms are 1600, but projected. So agents tend to do an actual rent and a projected rent so that we could determine the value of that property. So if the projected rent on a unit, a two bedroom unit is 2,600, but the actual rent is 1,600, you don't think that somebody, a developer, investor would do the math and say, it may behoove me to just demolish the whole building, get rid of the old tenants. I can write off the construction costs and improvements because this is a tax efficiency game. This is about tax benefit. See, it's a mean game. I put hashtag mean game. It's a mean game. This is a mean game. This is why when people want to jump in and they want to jump in real estate, I'm like, yo, you, they, there's levels to this stuff. Okay. There's levels to this stuff. I see steel is going in right now. Let me catch up with you. Let me just make this point and I'm going to catch up with you. Um, they're willing to demolish the buildings. And here's why you have 76 millennials, 76 million millennials who are now in management positions up and coming. They're up next. Some of them rather not be rooted and be homeowners. And that depends on different opinions, right? And different surveys. I don't have facts to that as to what this demographic 
and and that's the thing you can't lump everybody into this demographic you know it within this last year 34 percent of the new first-time home buyers at least in california were made up by the millennial generation so we we know there is a group that is making strides to become uh, homeowners but also you look in terms of the demographic and the numbers and the way the buildings are being built and developments is happening California is going like New York and some states like Philly. We're going up. We're building up. Why? Because this is going to potentially become a renter state, a renter generation, because we are saddled with student loans, student loan debt, which something needs to happen about that. That's a whole bubble in itself. So I'm going to pause there and let's chime in with some of these comments and questions. All right. So Steele, Steele says, I'm going to read through. All right. So Steele says, uh, when I was in the federal prison for the last 10 years, I remember Kim Kardashian stepping to the mayor of the city about this homelessness issue and still nothing is done to help these people. Thank you for sharing that and being um, transparent. And he asked, but I always think to myself, like, why don't the people get a job through some help service service that will provide shelter? It's a lot. Both sides fault for their homelessness. I think the price of apartments are outrageous. Absolutely. Um, so, yes. I don't want to. So I get I get what you're saying in terms of fault. Right. And so this thing where th this thing we see as fault is really kind of this psyche. Right. This cycle of life, which is why I come on and chime in and we're going to you know, we're going to, we're going to talk terms and concepts. Remember, I'm now introducing a one real estate word of the week. So I feel like the more terms and concepts we learn, the more empowered we can be because you're going to come across this stuff at, albeit in, if you're renting, um, you're doing a lease negotiation, a month to month negotiation, you're, or if you're going to be a homeowner, you're going to come across these terms. If you lose your home facing homeowner, uh, facing foreclosure, or someone dies, you lose your job, you get married, you get divorced, you're gonna come across refinancing, um, forbearance, loan modification, you're gonna amortizations, you're, you know, cap rates, you're gonna come across these words at one point in your life. And so this is why we are using this platform to empower and educate and create a safe space for you to dialogue and you know get connected. So we had a great show last. Uh, last Sunday, we talked about the scams that are happening with the Flip Your Houses seminars and those who've been using the HGTV. And this is why a people who is not informed and educated becomes a direct target of these things, a direct target. So if you're renting and you're in California and you don't take it upon yourself to learn your rights in this time that there is a statewide rent control, because listen, I just saw that they're coming out with weed breathalyzers. That's just to keep the prisons filled. They got to figure out a way to keep people locked up. Weed breathalyzers, even though they're passing, making weed legit and legal, weed breathalyzers are coming out because, you know, you get ticketed and you know how that whole system is. It's a trap. It's a trap. Um, so I'm not going to go too much into that because it, it's kind of like speaking to the choir to those of you who connect with me. Vivian um, shares... No one is safe in housing, unfortunately. And this is why you got to have a solid team. Um, and she adds, some of the senior citizens that own homes have been, uh, have been, is that burned out? Have been burned out. Uh, yeah. 
And so that's another thing you deal with. Oh my gosh, the senior citizens. And right now, uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get to where I'm wrapping this up. So I'm gonna give us uh, about five more minutes. So here's the other thing: because home, the seniors are the homeowners right now. They're the owners of the the property. They're the owners of the land. They have been targeted in the last. They have been targeted for the last. 2008 was since 2008. So, so financial housing crisis happened, right? Boom, bust. Um, lots of millionaires made, a lot of people lost. Black and brown was the most hardest hit. Um, and we have zip codes locally and, and afar that have still not recovered. I said zip codes that I physically actually visited across the state and traveling with the work that I do in the movement um, that I've witness have not recovered. Namely, which I think is really irony. I don't know what it looks like now. I visited last year when I went to Atlanta, the zip code that is very close to the Tyler Perry studios is literally a ghost town. It pains me. It pained me to drive through that place where literally crack is prevalent. Homelessness is prevalent. Prostitution is prevalent. It's literally a ghost town and it's almost a, a, a forgotten city. Now, the difference that I, I also seen a recent video from a Facebook group that was sharing, there's like entire communities that with vacant buildings and people are squatting. See, we don't have in California that many vacant buildings where people can squat. Like we don't have acres and lands and lots of buildings that people could just squat like that. So what ends up happening is there's an overpour onto the city, onto the sidewalk. Literally, literally most of you know this. If you drive, drive on the 110 freeway, you can see the encampments on the overpass of the freeway. You literally see sheets and, and tents. Listen, this is, this is serious now. You know, I've been quiet for a long time. Um, I wouldn't say I've been quiet. No, let me say that. I've been I've been actively moving underground for a long time. I think today, after I see people think there was a win with this rent control, I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news, but if you haven't gotten hip to the fact that this is war, then you really don't get it. If you have not gotten hip to the fact that this is war, then you don't get it and you're not going to get it. And I say that because just by looking at one of the rules and seeing that people are actually saying, I would rather tear the building down before I continue to allow these people to pay low rents. You hear me? You hear what I just said? You have corporations that are willing to tear a building down they will demolish the building so they are not subject to the rent control cap and they can charge current rental mark current rents current market value of the rents you hear me haven't we seen that before i would rather burn your house down than to have you have than to see you have it haven't we seen this before listen to me for those of you who have not read the book um, by Richard Rothstein called the, Un the Forgotten History 
of how our, how our government segregated America. When you know your history, when you know your history, then you can read through the lines, then you could see through these things. All right, so I'm gonna get ready to wrap it up. Like I said, I just wanted to make a point and have a conversation today and get you thinking in a different way outside of, especially if you're in California and in your, you're in New York and you're in Oregon, these are states that are looking to create create this um, standard. Looking to create this standard of housing, rent control. But guess what? There's always a loophole. And that's where, from my end, because I enjoy contract negotiations. That's the advantage I have is I pride myself on reading contracts and learning, educating myself always, always, always. And when I read through something like this, a proposition or a bill or something like this, and I see the loophole, and then I actually see people who are taking advantage of the loophole, that's when I have to come on my platform and say, listen up, don't celebrate too soon and too quick because all they're doing is what they've done before, which is I'd rather demolish the building than to see you rent it at the low price that you are renting it because you are now in my way of creating a legacy for my family. You have to think about it from that perspective. This is why I said this is being weaponized. This is war. You are in the way of somebody's family, family creating generational wealth. So they would rather tear the building down, right? I go back to this. I'd rather burn the house down than to see you have it. All right. So I'll I'm going to take some last comments and we're going to wrap this up. Vivian says, I know, she says, I know what they are capable of as sure as I know about the Tuskegee Airmen. Absolutely. Um, and Steele over here on IGTV is sharing with us that um, these actors with millions of dollars, these rappers with millions of dollars and these construction contractors who have the muscle and power to make it happen would rather look the other way than to, I think your thought there is probably help um, if you're still typing. Uh, turn the other cheek, it's not my problem, right? And it's one of those, it's a challenge, right? It, it's a challenge because what we do know is that we have enough funds to solve our own problems. We have enough funds to be the answer to our own challenges. The question is, um, are we willing to do something about it, right? Are we willing to do something about it? Uh, my time is up. I'm just gonna share the link if you wanna learn more about the article. I was gonna do a screen share, uh, however I could feel. I actually still have one more phone call to do and then I'm gonna do shift your thinking uh, before I end my day. But this is our segment, you know, <laughs> make it powerful. I wanted to give Steele the time to finish his thought here. Um, so Steele continues and adds, yep, that's the end of what I wrote. Okay, cool. Uh, shout out to Transformation to Empowerment. Uh, definitely check out the replay on this one. Uh, I think you'd appreciate it, sis, uh, because I am talking about we are at war and they would rather demolish the building than see you rent it at a low rate. All right. We've been there, done that with seeing, I would rather burn the house down than see you have it. That's war. And this is a mean game. 
All right. If you found any value in today's show, go ahead and press one and um, uh, let me know. And if you shared it or will share it, go ahead and press two. That way we can continue to empower our circle, our tribe and uh, the community at large. Uh, you know how you know the saying, right? Each one teach one, each one reach one. I appreciate you guys. That's my time. Uh, have a have a powerful and productive day. Uh, we'll see you next week as we continue our series of Ready, Set, Real Estate. Oh, wait, pause. Word of the week. <laughs> word of the week. Let me do the word of the week. I, I see Vivian. You, you, you didn't remind me. Word of the week. I remembered. All right. So the word of the week today is thank you, Vivian Presses One. I got my twos. Thank you, y'all. So word of the week. Remember, Ready, Set, Real Estate. We are now doing word of the week so that we can empower ourselves with the, the language. When we know how to speak the language, then we know how to move in this in this in this real estate game. So word of the week is called amortization table. Amortization table. And by definition, it is a tabular schedule detailing the uh, the appointment of principal and interest on each periodic payment due on an amortizing loan. What does that mean? That means sticker shock. <laughs> if you've ever invested in real estate or you're ever financing or mortgaging a property, uh, mortgages, voluntary debt, it is a lien. Mortgages are liens on a property. Uh, and in exchange for the collateral and for the loan, you then see a tabular schedule. An amortized loan will actually show you, if you do a 30-year uh, amortized loan, you'll see uh, the schedule for 360 payments. And for the first 10 years, a bulk of those payments are actually made or going towards the interest and not the principal. In order to reduce the principal reduction, you want to send an extra payment. So I'm giving you a little gem right here. Send an extra payment and, and write it on the check memo to be applied to principal. That way you can reduce your principal balance because remember, the interest is compounding on the outstanding principal balance. Okay. The principal is compounding on the outstanding principal balance. So in order to reduce the principal, you make your, normal, your regular mortgage payments add an additional and apply it to principal, but that is, you have to do those specific instructions. All right. So a little sticker shock when we talk about amortization tables is because you get to see that if you purchase something for 80,000, 100,000, 200,000, 700,000, after interest is factored in, you end up paying close to two to three times the amount of that property, which is why the name of the game is OPM leveraging and this is why shifting your mindset, shifting your mindset from whether you want to be a, a renter or an owner, right? Um, leveraging property to be an asset for you versus a liability. Okay. But I'm not here to sway you in one direction or the other. You do what's best for you. You do what's best for your situation, not regardless of what social media is saying about buying a block back. If you can't do it, you can't do it. There are other ways to get involved. Okay. And it's perfectly fine. All right. So that's my time. And I'll see you guys next week. Now I can close it out. <laughs> I can see you guys next week on Ready, Set, Real Estate. Appreciate you, y'all. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Hey. Hey.